the Strong Life Coach podcast, where we speak life, coach life, write life, and lead life. Today, I'm joined in the podcast studio by Fernie Rizzo. Fernie, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you, Derek. Thanks for having me here, man. So Appreciate this is your third time here, so you don't even need a biography or anything. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you're right. Hey, Thanks so, a lot. so again, I think I said it um, at the beginning of the last episode. So this, I said, hey, if you like something, you keep doing it. So then, <laughs> hey, this is the third time, and we're, we're talking about Nike Pro Skills Part 2. I'm excited about what we're going to say, what you're going to share about with the journey, because I think the, the last time we, we were together on the podcast, I think we recorded it in August Correct. of 2019. Yes, sir. So at the recording of this podcast, we're in January of 2020. So you've had a five-month journey thus far with Nike Pro Skills, and what we're going to do on this podcast is dig into what you've learned from the journey and what you've seen in the journey. And as you share, I'll get a chance to highlight some of those growth principles along the way for the listeners. So let me start by asking you, when you started Nike Pro Skills and then where you are now, tell us about that growth you've seen with the program. Um, we started, you know, when, when Jeff reached out and offered me the director of operations of Pro Skills, we had four teams in our program. We were running the Texas Tribe at the time, and we've grown to approximately, the last time our board met, we're anticipating about 16 teams. We had no female program uh, back before August. Now we're at about five women's uh, basketball teams. Nice. Um, and we've grown from, you know, fourth grade to eighth grade, all the way to third grade to JV. Junior, wow. juniors and okay, seniors and okay. some some unsigned seniors will be participating in our program this summer as well mm -hmm. so you know it's, it's grown quite a bit in five yes. months so I, I, what i'm hearing is that so from 14 to 16 i mean you quadrupled in size yes so it, it sometimes success is sustaining but you're not just sustaining you're talking about multiplication happening we are, and uh, I attribute that to Meredith Kennedy. She came on as our director of women's basketball. Mm -hmm. Scott Trinquire came on as our director of player development. And between the three of us on the board of directors, we've surrounded ourselves with a quality staff mm -hmm. uh, that has come on board. And you're right, it's not about sustainability, it's about growth. Um, mm -hmm. And being through your mastermind you know, sessions, that's what it's about. It's got to be intentional. Mm -hmm. You don't just stumble upon growth. You have to be intentional about it. And yes. my intentionality was, of course, I'm just the director of operations. I'm just one person. So surrounding myself with quality people to help me build the program. Mm -hmm. That's what the key has been over the last five months. Yes. And y'all and, and y'all heard the plug he just gave to my mastermind. So yes, <laughs> so intentional growth. If you want to be about that, you let me know. I know we're not talking about my mastermind, but but it ta but, it's um, taught me a lot. It really did. But I, but I'm glad. So so um, well, I would never go. Hey, I get some of the credit for your your four your 16 teams now. But but I'm glad that the mastermind you were a part of was able to contribute to your growth because everything you touch now is able to grow as well. Yes, sir. Absolutely. In a, in a powerful way. So talk to me about, about tangible results, right? So you consider the last five months, what do you cling to as, as far as the tangible results that you feel you know, proud about with the program? You know, a lot of coaches would want to say it's the trophies, right? We, we won some tournaments in the fall. We were pretty successful. Our, our teams had a successful track record in the fall season, mm -hmm. launching the Pro Skills uh, chapter here in San Antonio. But when the board met and we evaluated that success, 
all of our seventh, eighth, and ninth, and JV players that were part of our program in the fall all made their their school team. Whether it was their high school team or their middle school team, mm-hmm. they're all a part of and contributing to their campus success. Yes. So we're not a, you know, what we're about is helping these kids grow and develop the skill set to help them be successful outside of our program, Mm -hmm. character-wise. But when you look at the track record in only, you know, August to November, and they go to tryouts, and you got 100, 120 kids trying out for each of these programs, Mm -hmm. and your participants made their school team, Yes. Um, you know that 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 was success for us. On top of the the wins, you know that that we had it that we experienced in the fall. Mm-hmm. So I think that's got to, that's very tangible. Yes. Because we can definitely share in that success with them, and go watch them play now on their school team mm-hmm. and have them experience the success on their campus team and helping their schools win. It, it, it what's what's powerful about it. What I'm hearing from you is, is when you think about the some of the other maybe the kids that are who are not a part of your program right now, and they're thinking about I really want to be on the school team and then and, and they're asking well what can I do what program can I join to increase the chances of me making my my middle school team my high school team and your track record at this point is you, you're seeing success with success and success with with the, with the kids that are a part of your program being able to make their, their, their school team, which is a big deal. It is, it is. We want to support the high school coaches. We want to support the middle school coaches. We don't want to be in conflict with them because when you're in conflict with the, the school coaches, which I was one for, you know, six years, uh, 10 years of my career, six years as a varsity coach, when you're in conflict with a, with a school coach, it, it's detrimental to the, the student athlete. Mm-hmm. So we definitely are that program that wants to promote you being successful on your campus team and representing your school in the biggest platform available so absolutely yes another phrase you used earlier was this phrase of skill development and naturally we kind of look to maybe talent you know there's like raw talent you know and i imagine being the director you see a variety of talent coming you see like top talent that seems like man these people can really these these kids can really do a whole lot coming in to start but then you have some that are maybe not as talented so what have you seen from a skill development perspective that's 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 uh that's helped you to see maybe the value of the training that you you offer the fact that pro skills is divided into a national select and academy platform where Mm -hmm. we don't turn kids away um but a student athlete at an academy level who's not at a national level you can't really put those kids on the same team so with the support that we have with our, our coaching staff, uh, the numbers that we have, we're able to provide a platform for each of those levels and provide training, you know, skills training on top of the coaching that they're getting, the team practices that they're getting. So mm-hmm. we've seen a lot of success with that. Uh, Scott is our director of player development. Uh, Meredith, our director of, of women's basketball, she's a great trainer as well. So between the two of them, they do a great job of building our skills academy. Our skills factory is what I call it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're able to accommodate anybody from a developmental level to an elite level who, you know, the developmental kids are trying to make their school team develop their shooting, their ball handling. Um, your elite kids, we're, we look into the 
uh, character development on top yes. of the skills development. So, okay, we need to give you another set of skills to get to, to the next level of college, but we're also wanting to develop your character and your mental toughness. Mm-hmm. Um, so in our program, what, what we've done is we've uh, hired a director of mental training, nice. Der- Derek. Derek's going to be coming on board with us this month, and his sole responsibility uh, he came to me and said, hey, you know, I, I don't have the time to coach. My daughter plays. Um, I, I want to be a dad, but I want to be a part of the program. And he's going to be the director of mental training. And one of the programs we're going to implement is train the mind. Mm-hmm. Aaron Gordon in the NBA and other NBA players, but especially him, he's more of the, uh, you know, poster NBA player for this program. And we're going to be incorporating a mental training curriculum into our uh, organization starting in February. Nice. So we're really excited about that aspect of training. When you talk about training, development, that's where we miss a lot is mm-hmm. we can train the skills, the shooting, the ball handling, sure. the, the team concept, but where does the mental training come into play? And, sure. you know, playing sports, basketball, any sport is 80 to 90% mental. So mm-hmm. we're excited about yes. Derek coming on board and, and being the director of that part of our program. Mm-hmm. What I'm hearing from you and what's special is when I consider the opportunities that the, that the participants in the program will experience are something that they won't really find really anywhere else. And even when I think about to my, my childhood, even there was skills development programs and there was skills, but how many programs 10 years ago had mental training? five years ago had mental training or even now i mean it seems like it's this valuable resource that you are leveraging to really innovate in the the basketball development world yeah coaches do that coaches teach that as part of their team you know the iq the basketball iq the mental toughness but now we have derek whose sole responsibility in our organization is to be the director of mental training so we have the luxury of having him on board and uh you know as far as being a, a, a three-level program, if you're a parent with multiple kids and you know that your kids are at a different level, mm-hmm. uh, maybe you have a kid who's really good at basketball, wants to play at the next level, but then his little brother, little sister are at a developmental level, we provide that platform for you because your developmental kid can play academy basketball, your club level kid can play select basketball and your elite level kid can play national level mm-hmm. basketball so we're also providing that platform for the the parents on top of the mental training yes. the skills training we provide that level of of support as far right. as competition goes mm-hmm. and another reason i like the the mental training component is because you could take that right there and use it anywhere yeah. right if you're strong mentally it's going to help you in your career that has nothing to do with basketball it's going to help you in, in your studies and staying focused with schools and help you in your relationships. Like if you have the mental game on strong, then the possibilities of you using these, this, uh, this mindset are endless as far as where you can use that. So that's those same, uh, those strengths. I'm glad you said that because what happens when a child experiences a career ending injury mm-hmm. and they put all their eggs in the basketball basket? Right. We want to be the program that's not only helping them develop the skills, get to the next level um, as an athlete, but you're right. Providing them the skills to be the next best CEO, the yes. next best senior vice president of their company, mm-hmm. chief financial officer, manager, director, you know, helping them in their in their their world outside of sports. Yes. 
So and then these are beautiful things to share about. So talk about the opposite end. Like what opposition has your program faced? Have you faced in building out Nike Pro Skills here in San Antonio? Uh, you know, we've had some perseverance we've had to overcome. Uh, social media is huge in today's world. And mm -hmm. we've been questioned a lot on social media. Um, we've been questioned as to why we brought the Pro Skills brand to San Antonio. Uh, you know, Jeff Webster has done a great job of building the brand in Dallas. It's a national recognized brand. Mm -hmm. um, we've had some needless insults uh, come across social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, I, I say needless because we're, you know, there's, there's over half a million children in San Antonio right. uh, there's 1.7 million people over half a million of those are, are kids under the age of 18 all we're trying to do is provide a platform for a small small percentage of those kids mm -hmm. so we want to provide the be another resource for these kids that have nowhere to play nowhere to go right and mm -hmm. instead of us joining forces as a city and supporting each other um, a lot of times there's a lot of needless, uh, you know, like I said, insulting and, mm -hmm. and, and tearing down on social right. media that I, I don't really see the purpose of it. I'd say that's the biggest opposite opposition that I really never faced before. Mm. You know, there's there's other other aspects that come with with challenges and, and obstacles you have to overcome. But I'd say the social media one, because it's so prevalent in today's society, has to be the biggest one. Sure. What what do you think people were so mad or upset about when you when you look back? Ah, oh, man, I, I wish I knew. Honestly, mm -hmm. I, I, I don't understand because all we're trying to do, I I have a full time career. This is not what I do for a living. Um, I'm a volunteer. Our board of directors, we all have full time jobs. We are all volunteers. Our coaches all have full time jobs. They're all volunteers. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure where the upset upsetting came from. I can't really put my finger on that. Mm -hmm. um, I know some of the things I saw is, is why bring, you know, outside entities into San Antonio. And for us, it was providing a bigger platform for our kids. Mm -hmm. uh, Pro Skills has, you know, is a Nike affiliate. They have the national brand. They have a platform that's already been established. Why reinvent the wheel? Sure. Why reinvent the wheel that's already there? Mm -hmm. Why not just contribute to it? And uh, I'm honored. I'm honored that Jeff reached out to me to be the director of operations. Um, it was an honor to bring the program to San Antonio. So why people didn't reach out to you know, and I did. I mean, I had several people reach out by text. Other people reach out privately on social media and offer their support. So I'm not going to say it was all negative. Right. right. Um, there were several individuals in the city who I'm very thankful for. We've had conversations on how they want to help our program grow because at the end of the day they understand it's about the kids it's mm -hmm. for the kids and it's about providing a bigger platform than i was able to ever provide as the owner of the tribe before mm -hmm. and, and it, everybody always says i know like when i got um some like again needless insults on social media for things that i'm doing and it's like uh i think the first thing my buddy said is you know if nobody's insulting you're probably not doing anything good <laughs> right if you want if you want to avoid criticism, you want to avoid insults, you want to avoid opposition, just do nothing. Do nothing. And and that's exactly what Jeff said. My colleague Roy in Austin, uh, he's the director of operations in Austin, Roy Jones, and uh, he said the same thing. You must be doing something right because mm -hmm. people are 
recognizing it. They're 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 seeing what you're doing. If not, they wouldn't be talking about you. So you're right. I, I guess that's a good way to put it. And and through Jeff and Roy's guidance, it's mm-hmm. been you know big support with the family atmosphere that we've assimilated into with pro skills it's a big family across the state of texas and uh not only them earl up in dallas um just all the pro skills family across social media we've been able to support each other so it's been more positive than good but i'd be lying to you if if you say hey man i just i just ignored it i didn't read it you know Mm -hmm. no you read them you 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 kind of you wonder why people are saying those things about you if if your heart's in the right place Mm -hmm. you know always has been always will be it's it's crazy that people could spend time doing it though too it's like like it's one thing to like i guess um it's one thing to insult somebody else in in, in a an in indirect way but it's another thing just to go and i know some of the social media that, that, that i saw um it was like it was just disrespectful mm-hmm. it was like it was just it was targeted you know and um anyway it, it, the phrase that came to me was right that a needless disrespect like what's the point of this why even spend a second of my time creating content like this right correct um, like, who has that time like we're, we're too worried about building our own program we there's a lot of great programs out there mm-hmm. we don't claim to be the best program in san antonio we're just trying to do what we do for the participants in our organization and providing that platform and we're just too busy to worry about what other programs are doing and we wish everybody the best Mm -hmm. you know with their program because again half a million kids across the city you know we're realistically only going to be able to service a small percentage of those half a million sure so you're right right because what i'm hearing from you is uh you, you have an abundant mentality. It's not like, it's not scarce. Like, oh, there's only so many kids. Like, hold <laughs> on, you know, you, you get our kids program together. You know, it's like, no, it's like, there's plenty of business for everybody. So if there's any envy or jealousy or any of that involved, it's again, back to that, back to the word of needless. It's, there's plenty. I mean, we, probably all the programs in San Antonio wouldn't have capacity to, to coach and train all of the kids who want to even play. Correct, we don't. and. There's a lot of great programs, as I said. So let's put our resources together. Let's travel and let's represent the city. And, you know, let's keep making 210. There's a lot of coaches out there that have done a great job establishing the 210 culture, the San Antonio culture mm-hmm. of getting kids to, to college. We're just another component of that. We're sure. not trying to compete with anybody. We're just trying to provide another platform for these kids. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, I, and the reason I love that, that, that concept you just brought up about competition is because I believe I, think, I believe that I was trained like with this idea that everything is, com- is competition, yeah. you know, and that I remember like, you know, playing one on one and I would want the other person not to do well. Like that's what, <laughs> that's what you want. Like, you, you, their, their mistake is your potential success, right? Like they, they turn the ball over, it's your ball. If they miss, then you have an opportunity to rebound and, and, and then take over. But what, I, what, what I've seen in life, back to that abundance mentality is I don't know. If, if I carry that over to business and to organizations and to other people around me, it's just, it's toxic and it's poisonous as opposed to saying, no, you know what? I really want your program to be successful, which is what I'm hearing from you. You want other programs to be successful. Oh, yeah. You're not saying, oh, you know, you wish that they burn to the ground, right? <laughs> Correct. We, we want them to be successful because it's going to represent the city well and it's going to surround our kids with the best competition out there. Mm-hmm. We do put our academy and select teams out there with the best teams in the city and they take their bumps and bruises, but that's the only way you're going to learn. I think in the last podcast I told you at the end of every game, you know, we had our first league game this past Friday with our academy and select teams. And at the end of the game, 
when you lose by by 19 points the kids are looking at you like you're about to lecture them and my first thought was give me your negative what is it that you did bad that you got to work on for the next game Mm -hmm. and they were all on point but we finished before they left on friday night to enjoy these are nine ten year old kids eleven year old kids Mm -hmm. twelve year old kids go enjoy your family this weekend right Mm -hmm. so give me a positive what did you do good out there yes and we had two three kids every time when you lose by by double digits look at you and say i don't have one coach i i I didn't do anything Mm -hmm. yes you did Mm -hmm. you went out there your shot selection was great you didn't force anything you let the game come to you you know you gave us positive minutes what's mm-hmm. positive minutes then you start teaching them basketball terminology and the kids start to learn oh maybe i, I didn't help the team but i didn't hurt the team mm-hmm. i was out there to give you know so and so a break so they could come talk to coach and i went out there and i played my role because basketball is about roles right 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 there's only one ceo per company mm-hmm. there's only one senior vice president per company maybe more depending right. on the the the, the title mm-hmm. um play your role fulfill your role to yes. make you successful that's what we're trying to teach mm-hmm. so yeah by all means hey you know we want competition that's the only way our mm-hmm. kids are not only gonna get better but build character yes love it love the build character talk about on that phrase of building so you've built out a staff at this point so we're in the process so, <laughs> of so, building the so staff. Talk to me about how you've gone about uh, building a staff, attracting talent, and for, for the again the, the director roles or the 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 coaches. How have you gone about it? When and maybe what are some areas where um, what are some challenges you faced, and how have you kind of overcome some of those challenges as well? Uh, you know, we we use social media, but I, I'm a business owner. I'm in the insurance industry, and in the insurance industry, you build through referrals and. Mm-hmm. That's how we've tried to build pro skills as well, is referrals. You know, the the more people see positive things you're doing, the more they're going to refer you people to come coach. Social media has been good to us. Uh, that's why I told you, like, there's been needless insulting there, but the, but it's been more good than, than bad. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how Derek found us and wanted to come on board and be our director of mental training. Um, that's how we have found a lot of our coaches, our coaches on staff. We have built a great staff of volunteers um, and we're still continuing to build. And that's what we tell them is just to help us build coaches, uh, build a, a great coaching staff. So as far as development, you know, we have a conversation with each one of our coaches, ask them about their philosophy, offensively, defensively, building kids. And we have a coaches meeting before every season starts. And we make sure we lay out the expectations. Every one of our coaches signs a contract. Our board of directors uh, either serves as an assistant coach capacity or they just come out to the first couple of practices, make sure that the coaches are, you know, teaching the right drills, right skills, uh, teaching within our style of program, um, offensive, defensive uh, concepts. So. That's how we de- we deal with the development. We want to be a support for our coaches. They're all volunteers, so we want to do what's what's best for them to be able to do what's best for our kids. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, and even when I consider the growth you've had with the organization, that I, that's impossible for one person to do alone, right? Oh, yeah. Right. So you can't be coaching all these. You know, you can't be you can't be coaching sixteen teams. No. So. Um, and, and I love the component of empowering the people around you 
to get in to get in their lane and really blossom in their lane yeah. and to grow in their lane. It's delegation, man. Mm-hmm. I think uh, as a business owner, it's taught me you you need to delegate and trust. And uh, you know, you inspect what you expect, so you're always checking in on practices, checking in, you know, on games because you're inspecting what you're expecting. But if you don't trust your staff, why bring them on? And Meredith, Scott, and I, man, we've done a great job of working together. It's, it's a nice. great team of three. Uh, we are the original board of directors of ProSkill San Antonio. And we bring in people who believe in our philosophy of, of developing kids. There's, there's a lot of different philosophies on developing kids. And we want to make sure we surround ourselves with people that have ours. And uh, we've been blessed. I, I, I consider it a blessing. And, you know, again, going through your masterminds, it's the intentional growth. We cannot grow this organization if I'm going to be territorial about my mm-hmm. program. It's got to be our program. It's not my program. Mm-hmm. I was given the honor of being the director of operations. My, my staff, our staff, is making me look good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I, that, that's what it's about. And I, I enjoy it. Make me look good, you know, because the contrary is making me look bad. And I right, right. look good than bad. That's right. That's right. But I'd rather invest my resources instead of burning out and, and being tired all the time, invest my resources in developing our staff, mm-hmm. you know. And, and our, our coaches are going to go through our mental training curriculum. Nice. They're, they're part of Train the Mind. What I love about their program is that there are videos and part of the curriculum is just for coaches before you start coaching the team take a look at these videos on how to develop character Mm -hmm. mental toughness you know what are the kids looking for in a coach and expecting from a coach so our coaches are going to go through that curriculum as well so we're we're helping our coaches develop their own character their own mental toughness to be able to you know develop the kids in in Mm -hmm. return and it, which is vital because in any organization, they, it's, it's about um, retaining talent, right? Because, every, you know, when you, it's one thing to attract talent, which is, which is key, right? To bring ta- great talent to you, but to re- retain talent. And what I'm hearing from you is your program not only is looking to, for, to have great people come in and be a great, great resource to the, the kids from a basketball development st- standpoint, but you're also looking to... I'm hearing is you're investing in the staff, in their development. So there's almost, there's not almost, there's an expectation that they're growing, they're developing, they're progressing too. Just investing in them. You said the word investing, you know, they're all volunteers. So, you know, we, we have to invest in them and, and give back to them in terms of putting the time in to help develop our kids. So we are coming up with a game plan. Our board meets every other week and we are always coming up with the next best method to invest in our staff, in our coaches as we grow. Um, we're, we're over a staff of 10 now, if you include the board of directors. Um, so we're, we're, I mean, I wanna say we're at about 15 when you include the women's coaches that are coming on in the summer with the men's coaches. We're at about 15 people on staff come this summer and it's about investing in them so they can invest in our kids. Yes, yes. Talk about how your basketball program is bigger than basketball. You know, I've always been the type of person that what if this doesn't work? 
what if I put all my eggs in this basket and, and it doesn't work? I gotta have a plan B, mm -hmm. plan C. It's gotta be more than basketball. Um, again, blessings. I was blessed to be connected with a gentleman by the name of Willie Anderson, who's gonna come on board and, and, and be part of our coaching staff. And he brought on Siobhan Mobley, um, and she is going to be our service coordinator for Pro Skills. Um, Willie and Siobhan are military veterans. Um, mm -hmm. We owe so much to our military. Um, we always want to give back. We just don't know how, right? So Siobhan is going to coordinate every effort from MLK March to Habitat for Humanity, working with Haven for Hope, Operation Gratitude. We have a service project going on with them right now, not only raising money for Operation Gratitude, but also um, doing a wish list where at our tryouts coming up, we're requesting items to, to ship to our, our troops who are deployed. So Siobhan is coming on as our community service coordinator full-time. Um, that's way bigger than basketball. I mean, when you look at, you know, in previous podcasts, I talked about my upbringing and, and how I struggled. My kids have not had to endure those struggles. Mm -hmm. So this is a way of them giving back, yes. understanding that life is bigger than you. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of people out there in need. Right. Um, and we want to make sure that our kids not only are developing on the basketball court, developing their mental strength, their own individual character, but developing their part of their character of yes. giving back, learning how to give back to the community That's because, right. you know, they are where they are. My kids are where they are because of the sacrifices people have made for us. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times you don't know how to give back. Well, Pro Skills now has that yes. opportunity to give back. And mm -hmm. we are, it's a blessing. Yes. We are so excited. Again, we're not only looking for coaches, we're looking for people on our staff to tell us what their talents are. And when Siobhan came to me and told me what her passion was, and being a, part, a military veteran and Willie being a military veteran, man, like how blessed can I be yes. to, to be able to, you know, have people like that cross our path. Mm. People like them who are just passionate about giving back and willing to take that bull by the horns and be part of our pro skills family yes. do, doing so. I love it. I mean, I'm, I'm what I'm seeing here is when you started, you didn't have all of these 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 this staff development or these people coming on board but uh, there's something there's <laughs> there was something, five of us i believe there was five of us when we first started <laughs> but, but, but i think about it is sometimes we we get so caught up with trying to make it all perfect to start and then perfection never comes exactly and there's this quote i heard at, earlier today actually in a, in, a, in a mastermind setting with uh, two doctors that i'm in and, and 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 we were talking and then one of the doctors said you know what um done is better than perfect and he was, and I'm seeing that in you because you, what you did, the done in your journey is you started, you started moving forward. And as you move forward with your vision, I feel like principles of your vision have moved toward you and people begin to come in place. And now you have a community director or uh, how do you call it? Community service. Community director. service director, which is amazing. You have a, a player development. Director a, of mental training. Mental training. You have a skills. Player development director. Right. And then you have the the, the women's section. Like all, all of this, when you move toward your vision, your vision moves toward you. And I want people listening in to really get that principle because sometimes it's not going to be all perfect when you start. 
And, and, and truthfully, it's never going to be perfect. I was going to say never. Uh, starting my insurance agency and, and, and having that, I started my own independent. Man, you get into it and you don't know what to expect. And mm -hmm. you just say, I, I got into it without having a, I mean, I had a business plan, but it was just me. It was a one-man operation. Here we are three years in and, and we've been blessed there. So that taught me, if you believe, yes, you're... I'm a, I'm a man of faith. I think yes. I've said that before. I, I I will never you know deny that. And God has blessed me with with the people He surrounded me with. And I think if if he if he if he knows your heart's in the right place, which mine has always been in basketball with these kids, it's always been in the right place. He has surrounded me with quality, quality, quality people. Mm -hmm. Because I'm only one guy, yes. you know. And this is about the kids. This is about the community of San Antonio. This is not about Fernie Rizzo. I have a full-time career. This is not about my platform about becoming a college coach or whatever the platform is, right? Um, I'm a volunteer in this organization. So you said it, it's never perfect. I jumped in. It was like, hey, let's do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a bigger platform yes. for my kids. And now all of a sudden, I'm telling you when, when Siobhan and Willie informed me about the efforts they were doing in the community already i i, I was like no way really like <laughs> you, you, yeah. you look for those people and you never right. find them mm -hmm. they came to me it, it's amazing it's a yes. blessing it's just yes. great that our program is officially becoming bigger than the basketball court. that's right that's right and i think that the principal as you were speaking the principal that came to me was um progression beats perfection Perfection never comes. That. Progression can be always as long as you start, as long as you start doing something. And then that's what I always want to encourage people to do is, where are you going to start? What's your next step? What day? What time? You know, we, you know, we do that in the masterminds <laughs> a lot, which is, which is the coaching component of what I do, which is, all right, so when is, this, when is this going to happen? What steps are you going to take? And, or what step are you going to take? And you just make that first step and you can begin all the progression because perfection never comes. And you said something at our last uh, podcast is, you know, build your wings on the way down. Yes. I think that's what stops most people is the fear. Mm -hmm. Man, if, if I would have known the challenges that I was going to face starting Pro Skills in San Antonio in the last five months, I would have never done it. Never. Mm -hmm. Because fear, oh, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to deal with that stress or this person or this judgment or this social media backlashing or, you know, the, the, the having to leave the office to go, you know, visit with the next coach that wants to come on board or spend my weekends on the phone on conference calls with, you know, my, my director of mental training and the director of train the mind I mean, all the time I invest it, but if I would have known that it stops you don't mm -hmm. let that stop you don't yes. let the fear stop you let it be let it let it just happen and and then this beautiful product starts flourishing man mm -hmm. we, I'm excited about where we're headed yes love it love it so we'll give you one more question before we wrap this up and the question is around what you appreciate about and what's special about the, being on the leadership team um, not just here in San Antonio but also in Austin and then also in Dallas so what's special about the leadership team with Nike Pro Skills and you, you know the, the fact that the, the 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 hashtag for pro skills that I always saw on social media was hashtag family first mm -hmm. and a lot of people overuse that 
I've learned why that is the main hashtag. You know, we hashtag on a mission, hashtag be about it, but hashtag family, the family environment with us, the Austin chapter, the Dallas EYBL family, I can reach out to any of of these people, whether it be, you know, female, male, coach, director, anybody, and the support has been second to none. Um, that's another fear is, am I just a name to a brand? You know, I'm not. It, it's a family atmosphere. Um, it's a family environment. Um, in five months, and uh, this is going to kind of knock your socks off, we've already reached out to El Paso. I'm a native El Paso, and, nice. and there's a lot of talented kids in El Paso. And Justin talks with, you know, Jeff, the CEO, and the idea of, man, let's tap into that market of kids and they got the perfect guy right here hey we reached out <laughs> we reached out to to marley webb who is in i mean tabc hall of fame coach won almost 500 games in women's basketball in the state of texas and you know marley sorry if i'm putting you on the spot but we had a conversation with her and there's a possibility that she's going to be our director in el paso mm-hmm. and just the, the family environment atmosphere and the fact that you can reach out to people and just because it's it's the same mindset you start to understand it's the same philosophy about how you run an organization yes so i think the biggest takeaway for me the the biggest uh you know not lesson but you know takeaway for me has been the family atmosphere roy can pick up the phone the director in austin call me i can call him we feed ideas off of each other all the time. Mm-hmm. And if we ever get to a point where we're both stumped, we can reach out to Jeff and, and as busy as Jeff is, and he's got you know a, a son playing college ball and he's got his daughter in high school. Congratulations for breaking the uh, high school scoring record mm-hmm. to her. Um, he, he's not, hey, I'm the CEO, leave me alone. He reaches out, he gives us guidance. He yes. doesn't tell us how to run the program, and I love that about him. Mm-hmm. He allows us to do it our way for our market mm-hmm. because the San Antonio market is very different than the Dallas market. Mm-hmm. It's very different than the Austin market, which is very different than the El Paso market. Each director just receives guidance. Sure. So it's not a micromanaging just like we do with our organization, every team is different. We're not gonna tell a coach, how, we're not gonna micromanage that coach. Sure. We're just gonna give them the guidance and the development. So, you know, that's been the biggest thing for me is is it's not a standalone part of EYBL Pro Skills. We're part of the family and we mm-hmm. were treated as such and our kids are treated as such and, and we can go to each other's tryouts and practices and we're welcomed. Yes. We're welcome, welcomed in there. Our kids are welcomed in there. Um, it, it's, it's a family atmosphere, man, mm-hmm. from top to bottom, from the kids to the director. So it's, yes. it's amazing how we've been provided this platform and we're part of the family now. Mm-hmm. So it's not just a hashtag. I love it. So family first. There's a supportive environment. You, you guys are progressing together. You guys are not competing, but it's really we want what's best for each other is what I'm hearing. We're not competing. We are the, you know, EYBL is the biggest stage, biggest stage in basketball, high school basketball. Those those, those kids on the EYBL program, the elite youth basketball league, that's the biggest stage for these uh, high school kids. And we are willing 
to give up that kid in San Antonio if that's where they belong. Mm -hmm. So it's not a competition. It's right. a an understanding of every kid's level is going to be different. They're all going to develop at a different level. Sure. And when it's time for them to fly, let's let them fly. Yes. And if it's time for them to go compete on the 15U, 16U, 17U EYBL team, by all means, go to try out. If we lose you from our San Antonio chapter to go to EYBL, congratulations. Mm -hmm. You've made it. Yes. You know? All right. So I'm here with Fernie Rizzo. We're talking about Nike Pro Skills. This is part two. And uh, yeah, we might have to five months or who knows how many times. We might have to go for a part three here because this thing is growing and doing some big things. It is, man. It's so, uh, we're excited. So, so you, you keep a log for me. So you know, hey, <laughs> these are the questions I want to talk about next time. For sure. Thanks, right. Derek. Thanks for having us out here, man, yes. and helping us uh, promote our program. You know it. Thanks a lot. Yeah, glad to help. Uh, if you're listening in, this is the Strong Life Coach Podcast. We speak life, coach life, write life, and lead life. Go ahead and go over to the Apple Podcast. Give it the five-star rating. Um, share the podcast with somebody who could benefit from what we talked about today. Yes, we talked about basketball, but underneath the stories, there were life-changing principles. If you can grasp them and apply them into your life, they can do some good things for you. So leave us a comment. Let us know what you thought. Thank you for tuning in and have a great day. Thank you, guys.